last time on Dice Funk. Your body is drugs. Your body, your body is drugs. Same. Mm-hmm. In Grey, uh, Graves' files that talk about churches or horror, I believe was the other word. It's like a book about what happened to religion after the gods started dying. All right, you know what, Blood Maw? So if Ed and Martis are cool with it, I guess we'll share our lead. But because we did all the work, can we get like a head start or some shit? In the metadata of a computer that's on the Valentine network, a image matching the facial features of the Valentine devil exists in a compound owned by the late General Heller. We uh, crit driving, so can we fucking chase him? A elderly man with a blindfold with snakes for hair. Why would, they, why would it be kidnapping Richard instead of just, I don't know, killing him immediately? The two things I want to do while in the passenger seat are start getting the balls rolling for that login, mm-hmm. and B, start trying to attempt to read that text we took from the office. Can I pull him with my magnetism? With my, my mask on and my sword out, and run towards the creature. Uh, Ed's going to do, like, a power, like, sliding stop with guns being drawn as soon as, like, we're close enough to the devil as well, so. I'm gonna draw my claws, because they're cool. Glowing magnificently, because he's triggered aura vitality, so he's just, like, walking out glowing radiantly as he starts to heal himself. Roll initiative. Cash rules everything around me, around me, around me. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job, had second hand. Moms bounced on old men, so then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go to low goose. Only way I begin to That's because we had crazy bones. So we had our own very excited. What the fuck is crazy bones? They were very little tiny plastic things that you collected in booster packs that you swatted at each other. Basically like marbles mixed with Pokemon. I don't know what that is. Lauren doesn't know what pogs are. What? I didn't know what pogs were. Lauren doesn't know what pogs were. Everyone call her out. Did you have a childhood or did you just like emerge from a tree at like 18 years old and- I was a very feminine child. It's, it's, it, it, it was, everyone played it. I think you just emerged from like the sky at 18 years old and you missed all <laughs> of God, like pop culture for like 18 years worth. That would have been so much better than the real thing. Mm-hmm. I am dead. This is me f- reporting from beyond the grave. Today's top story. It's so hot. How hot is it? <sighs> this is why I keep my air conditioning on. At 69 degrees. Nice. 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 Yeah, no, it's true, though. (laughs) This is divine punishment. All right. On the last episode, (laughs) you guys caught the Valentine Devil in the act of kidnapping Richard Sharp. Yeah, go us. Yeah, you did very good. And although I had planned for him to escape with the head of the financial branch, uh, you guys crit on your vehicle check to keep up with him, and then Lenora beat him in a contest to drag him out of the sky with magnetism. Yep. So he has now landed in the middle of a four-way intersection in the financial district. He is standing in a, like, black crater of, like, surrounded by fire. Uh, Cars have been thrown all around. People are running and screaming, and our heroes roll up on the scene. Mm -hmm. Weapons drawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Roll initiative. 14. 
If I start my rage, I can uh, can I get advantage on initiative? Oh, 23. I rolled 25. So I'll, I guess I'll start my rage and then I'll do initiative and then still an 18. Just so I'm already re- pre-raged. Eight. Ooh, okay. The Valentine Devil is going to go last. But uh, what's Lauren, paint me a word picture while I write down the turn order of what you're doing. Shink, shink, motherfucker. I was going to say, I go shink, shink, shink with my claws. <laughs> and then... Can it be like my teeth actively grow bigger? So like my teeth grow every time I rage and then I look like a cool like wildcat. Wouldn't that like really mess up your jaw though if your teeth like pushed your jaw to be like mouth to be open all the magic. time? Magic. <laughs> Lycanthropy literally breaks the law of conservation of mass, so Yeah, magic you. I just get really beefy. Alright, so Lenora, your teeth and claws all grow. You hulk out basically as you trigger Yeah, I hulk out. You trigger your uh, equinox lycanthropy. And I get long fur. Okay, you just get r- real shaggy? <laughs> no, like a pretty Persian cat. Oh, so you're luxurious. I'm luxurious, exactly. All right. No, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I, it doesn't look shitty. It looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> In a good way. exactly. Yeah, like, like, which, to be fair, we're supposed to be heroes, so we can, we have the right to say that. Yeah. No, not like a dork. <laughs> uh, so, Ed, you power slide the loser mobile up to the scene, jump out, guns drawn. Lenora, you also jump out all of your uh, catliness. Shink, 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 shink. Shinking. Uh, Reese, you run to the scene like Naruto. Ed, you exit the skyscraper. You were punched into glowing with magic. And it is Ed's turn. In the center of this four-way intersection, in the crater, the Valentine Devil. Wings, bat wings, claws, teeth, fire. You know, you know his style. You know his steez. What would Lenora do if she was first? Would she just go fucking Lenora up? Lenora wants to know what Steez is. I thought you were the cool one on this show. <laughs> uh, cool people don't say Steez. <laughs> they used to. Okay, well, does that mean you're still cool? No. Damn. Damn. Roasted. <laughs> All right, so the D- Valentine Devil is very groovy, and it's your turn. <laughs> mm. Does he wearing bell bottoms? Uh, Martis and Ed have guns drawn, trained on the devil and martis will say out to the devil under the authority of the administration branch we are asking you to stand down and surrender peacefully or we will be forced to use force to stop you from harming anyone else in this city the valentine devil rises to its feet from the kind of crouched three-point landing it made and it roars and uh plumes of black fire come off of its body radiating around it and just Mm -hmm. ripping the concrete up all around it all right, then let's do, let's do let's do some shooty shoots here. Then pew pew. As a as that as viewed as he's refusing to um, give himself up. So both attacks will have advantage here. Twenty two. Twenty two hits. Since uh, Hunter's mark is on it, this and I'll use sneak attack on this. This is four d six plus four damage on the first shot. Twenty six. Nice from the first pistol, and then the other pair of hands will shoot. 20. Does that hit? 20 hits. And this one does not have sneak attack, but it does have Hunter's Mark, so that's a, just a bonus D6. That's 3D6 plus 4. 9, so a total of 35 damage as Ed and Martis just unload shots against the devil. All right, you guys begin riddling its body with bullets, and you see from each bullet hole, uh, it's not leaking blood, but black fire. And it is Frank's turn. Okay, Frank's just going to go in strong. Um, He's going to pull out a card he's not used before. It's Florida Sun. (laughs) It's immolation. Uh, He dies instantly. So high. (laughs) uh, I need a deck save. 20. 
Okay, well he's gonna take, I believe, half of what he would have otherwise taken. Uh, let's have a look then. Mm -hmm. Okay, 13. He's gonna take 13 damage. That is not the amount of damage I had hoped a 5th level spell would do. Oh well. He does not take 13 damage. As you cast Immolation, you see fire erupts all over him. And then it begins to get sucked into him and fill up his wounds. Uh -huh. His bullet hole wounds are now full of your fire, and it's inside his belly. Nom, 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 nom. I feel like I'm going to do more harm than good this fight, so, um... So you actually see the fire you summon, like, as soon as it gets close to him, it turns black and, like, gets sucked to his body, basically, and becomes part of his ongoing conflagration. Yeah, so... Mm. Sorry, guys, shouldn't he used fire? <laughs> How could you have known? There was no hints. There was no foreshadowing. Well, that makes my plan. I wanted better. to use my cool new spell, Austin, okay? I had a cool new spell. I, I wanted to use it. I was going to use it. What's a victory without a setback? No, I love it. It me. Um, It's Lenora's turn. Lenora? Okay, yeah, you're big. So, this isn't the most powerful thing I could use, but I'm kind of feeling it out. Um, I want to cast Frostbite because it's cold. And he he fire. But well, well, he's not cold. Oh, you're talking about the frostbite is cold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's uh, a Constitution saving throw against sixteen. Please do bad. Thank you. Thirteen. Nope. Yay! Uh, yay! Gonna cold him. Does he get extra cold? No. Damn. I was hoping he'd be disadvantaged to cold. Yeah. Well, I felt it out. Three three damage. How does that? How is he sad? Oh, um, he also has disadvantage <laughs> on his next weapon attack roll if he has a weapon. He does not have an obvious weapon, although it does look like it tickled. Well, now we know he. Um, cold doesn't matter. Yeah, you'd be surprised looking through the monster manual how few demons and devils have any uh, weakness to ice. It's not really a thing. But they're so toasty. Yeah, vulnerabilities are hard to find in general. That's that's just that's fine. We'll bring out the big boys next time. Oh, no, the big boys. Um, it sounds like it is... Um, I wrote Frank twice. That's not right. So I guess Reese's turn? <laughs> sure. I'm Frank 2 now. It's my, on my paper, it says Ed, Frank, Lenora, Frank, Austin. <laughs> Frank 2, <laughs> Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I find very cute? That you put your name instead of the monster. So you put... like It's all the characters' names, but when it gets to the monster, it's Austin then. I am the real monster, though. <laughs> True that. Okay. What if the Valentine Devil was myself? Insert OC. We had that last episode, though. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. All right. <laughs> what was what was it? Sleepy Austin. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's hot, Austin, but not for the regular reason of hot because it's very humid right now. It's sweaty, Austin. Oh boy. Swaston. Swaston. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. All right, Reese, your turn. <laughs> so I do not have any combat spells at this point outside no! of a cantrip that could deal eight damage. So. I'm going to try something different. This may not work. And Austin, if this is stupid, you can just uh, say the monster laughs at my stupid attempts. But I'm going to cast a major image, and I'm going to create an image of Solomon Luna ordering the Valentine Devil to stand down. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that, I think that's a really interesting roleplay decision. Um, the image of Solomon Luna, the spiny devil uh, lizard folk, appears and, like... You can make it talk, so you just say, like, in Solomon's voice, which is kind of a gravelly, like, Mr. Anderson kind of voice. He says, mm -hmm. uh, you know, stand down. And the devil, uh, like, raises its head to the sky and just roars, and more fire comes off of its body. 
Okay, that's a good clue. Uh, that is uh, essentially my turn. Uh, yeah, uh, that's my turn. So it is now the devil's turn. Uh, no. Lenora and I'm sorry. I said no. Oh, Lenora and Ed came out of the car together, so they're kind of bundled, and so the ah. the devil's wings stretch out behind it into a arch position, and then whoosh. He flaps them once very powerfully, and just a jet of black fire hits both of you. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, at least I have advantage. 21 for my dex saving throw. Save. 16. Save. So you guys are both going to take half damage. I'll take I'll take what I can get. That's only five. So the fire uh, f- streaks towards you in a huge billowing uh, plume, and you guys kind of dive out of the way, only mildly singed. It actually, the fire hits the loser mobile and like pushes it back a couple of inches, and the door opens, and you see uh, Richard Sharp, still blindfolded, like scurry out and start running the other way away from this fight. That's probably smart. Mm-hmm. Also, I flip off the devil. <laughs> okay, thank you. Fuck that guy. Oh, God. It is Ed's turn. Well, I failed my concentration check to maintain uh, Hunter's Mark, so that's dissolved. So I'm going to cast, at, with a fourth level spell slot, Hail of Thorns on myself. Um, which means that the next time I hit a creature with, a, uh, with an attack, um, it must make a deck saving throw and take bonus damage um, on the save. Uh, whether or not it saves, it'll take bonus damage. So let's see what happens after that. So let's do the first attack against the devil. 19, does that hit? It does. Okay, um, that will t- that will take uh, 2d6 plus 4 damage. Make a dex saving throw. Uh, 6, very bad. All right, um, he takes a bonus 4d10 uh, piercing damage as the bullet explodes into basically a bunch of extra shrapnel as soon as it hits him. Nice. So, yeah, you, so Ed was like a rogue... Because he was just a guy who was like made, mm-hmm. and then he was a sorcerer, yeah, a sorcerer when he got Mardis's powers, and now together they work as a ranger with all these complex uh, stratagems of their mm-hmm. synergy. So, and so that's for that first attack does a total of thirty five damage, and then for the secondary attack, uh, the twenty plus ten, uh, that's a botch on that second attack. Ooh, all right. Uh, is that one also uh, the hail of thorns as well? No, no, no. It's just the first. It's just the first attack that happens. So as soon as the as soon as the first attack hits after the spell is cast, it is over. Okay. So that you start shooting at him, you put some uh, magic on the first bullet, so it explodes into uh, like mm-hmm. a bunch of thorns all through his body, just like mm-hmm. um, I'm trying. I have have a very specific image of the uh, thorny spike whip from Yu Yu Hakusho. Right, right, Sorry right. About the trash person I am, but like That's that. Okay. <laughs> ripping him to shreds. Yeah. And then the the botch is the second bullet, which actually uh, just uh, goes. It misses him, goes behind him. Is this? Is it too mean to kill a bystander? That's too much, right? That's too dark. That's so rude. It's very dark. Um, let's say uh, it hits a car behind him, which was on fire, which was like tipped over from the the landing, and it goes up in flames. And now there is a burning car in the road, and you hear people running and yelling and screaming. All right. Well, it's not directly killing someone. I guess. I can go hard. You want me to go hard? I, I, no, 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 no. I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you to go hard. All right. I, didn't ne- I never said that. Okay. So Frank, I think it's your turn. Okay. So last attack done as Frank. Was it clear whether it was the fact that it was fire that that 
caused it to be sucked up into the into the devil, or was it just magic in general? It was fire. It was fire. Okay, that's fine. In that case, I'm gonna try and throw a lightning bolt. So deck save. Uh, eight. He fails miserably. Okay, that's seventeen lightning damage. Whew. Oh, it could have been a lot worse, frankly. I know, but it's a lot still. Yeah, those were D6s, and I didn't roll a three or high, uh, higher than a three on any of them, but... Yeah. Yeah, but it does it does a, a solid bit of damage. He's riddled with thorns, and now he's getting electrocuted, and you see that actually does do severe damage. Hmm. Um, like, it, it does full damage. Yes, yes. Uh, it didn't, d- didn't resist it or anything, so that's a good sign. Uh, Lenora? I wonder how wise this guy is. Is he a wise guy is what you're saying? Um, I think instead I'm going to go with something that needs a constitution saving throw. I'm going to cast Blight. All right. All right for Blight. Uh, skin 16. Please do bad. It's a lot of damage. <laughs> 14. Ha 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 ha. Oh, no. he's failed three magic saves in a row, huh? That's 98. No. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. No, I mean, I believe you. I'm just saying that's so much. Oh, yeah, 98 necrotic damage. Yep. Come on. 35, bitch. How are you not resistant to necrotic, you dumb idiot? I'm looking at his stats. <laughs> Did you just double check? <laughs> yeah, I just double checked like it had to be. No, no, no. That's undead. That's resistant to yeah, necrotic. Yeah, he's not undead. I know. It's so much, though. All right, so you hit him with a blast of evil energy. What is that, like death metal? Yes. Ah, it's just fucking Agretsuko up in here. Yeah, I was literally about to say you Agretsuko him. <laughs> yeah, I do. And he's just like holding his head as you just pummel him with death metal. Pretty sick. Yeah. Um. So thorns, lightning, death metal, and now it is Reese's turn. They're they're giving it to him pretty good. They're giving him the business. Which is good, because I'm going to again do nothing in combat. Uh, <laughs> instead, I'm working through a thought process here. Whoever is using the Valentine Devil, knows about the Sephiroth. That likely is one of the five heads of crown that are still remaining. We can presume it's not B because it's attacked B. Alistair's on vacation. The person just tried to kidnap Richard Sharp. It's not Solomon. I'm using the major image to summon uh, Memphis and having him tell it to stand down. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that you're using combat to try to solve the mystery. I, I didn't expect that at all. It's very cool. Um, But yet again, it, it just howls uh, in uh, incoherent rage. It's not it's not speaking in abyssal or infernal, the language of devil or demons. It's just making like animal noises. Hmm. Um, I'm not telling you you're doing wrong. I'm trying to give you hints. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I... I have only so much I can do to interact with this creature, so I'm, I'm just going on what seems to be the most obvious ones right Animal. now. So. Oh, I have an idea. That'll be my turn. I, I like it a lot, though. You're thinking with your noodle, and Reese, you have learned that it does not seem to have any uh, any meaningful reaction to the image of Solomon Luna or Memphis Cordovero. Um, and now it is the devil's turn. The devil is going to pick up the flaming car. That exploded mm. when it was hit Please. by the botch. No. And flying through the air, it's going to try to bring it down on Lenora. Ugh, I'm too strong. Attack 11, attack 19, attack 16. Okay, well, uh, 19 and 16 hit. All right. Oh, no, it's a car. Mm-hmm. It's a car. He, he's not playing around, so you're going to take... Uh, 14, you're going to take 26, or is that 20? Yeah, 24 damage as he smacks you with a flaming car. 22 damage from what I see there. Oh, yeah. I'm Shut bad up. at math. No. 
Okay. So it, it, it would have been 26, but now it's 22, so you're fine. It's 22? Oh, so it's less. Okay, never mind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Math. I'm good at it. Uh, but yeah, I like this. So you're hulking out, and this big hulking guy just wreath and fire picks up a flaming car. The fire on the car turns black when he touches it, and then he's wielding it just like a big club. Just wail, starts wailing on you. And it's Ed's turn. Ed will... Um... Uh, use bonus action to sort of point and uh, hunters mark the demon and we'll try to do what we can to get it to distract him away from Lenora as we sort of back off and start firing at him with intent to try to get him away from Lenora. So first attack um, 17. Does that hit his AC? It misses. Okay. Second attack 15. That also misses. So basically um, Ed and Martis are basically just marking him and then shooting at him in a way to sort of draw his attention away from Lenora and towards, well, the two of them who've done how much damage? Like over 50 plus damage to him? A lot, yeah. And I like to think you're you're actually probably shooting him in the back and they're just not piercing. So right. like Ed's a good shot. You're pretty close. Yeah. Um, but it's for, yeah, for just the angle's wrong and they're not getting the penetration they need. They're, they're not doing any, any notable, meaningful damage to him, correct? So Yeah. Frank, it's your turn. Ed's shooting the devil in the back. The devil's smacking Lenore with a flaming car. What do you do? Okay, well, lightning worked once, so I'm going to try it again. Deck save. 20. Fuck. Okay, so half. Okay, that's still 11 damage. Yep, you zap, you zap him in the back and you leave a like a, a electrical scar on his back. Yep, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to do my heal for 2d6 to Lenora. Sweet. I'm feeling like you're just standing on the building and trying to just shoot down at the demon from the building window that you're... <laughs> uh, that's four. It's not a great amount of heal, but it was some free heal this turn. Now I'm over half. Hooray! Lenora, you got a car in your grill. What's up? I have two options. I only have one more spell slot left. But you also have magnetism, and it's a it's a car with metal on it. Yeah, that's true, um, but I was thinking about casting slow on him. Punch him in the face with his own car. Yeah, what do I roll to punch him in the face with his own car? It's a strength with my versus my charisma. Uh, your spell attack. Twi- oh, I get advantage, right? You got him. You got him, but if, 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 you're, if you want to roll to see if you crit... Uh, yeah, I did not. Never mind. I just got him. I got him 22. 22, yeah. Uh, so I don't have car damage prepared, but I'll give you the damage he gets, which is uh, 2d8 plus 4. So did I do that? 2d8 plus 4? Yeah, you're doing it back. You're doing what he's doing to you back to him. It's very karmic. Does that count as an, a regular action? So I can't get with casting a spell, right? Unless you have, well, do you have a spell that's a bonus action, yeah. No, I don't. 16 damage, bitch. All right, so he slaps you with the flaming car. He slaps you with the flaming car. I slap him back. Yeah, and then you, you like, you know, do Magneto stance, and you control it, and you <laughs> swing it back around. Once you paint me the picture, uh, I go smack him with it. I'm like, why are you hitting yourself in your own car? Why are you hitting yourself in your own car? <laughs> um, all right, as the uh, <laughs> as the Volkswagen uh, wheels around, uh, covered in black fire, and cracks him across his face, um, you te- it tears off half of his head. <gasps> oh. Wow, big damage. Yeah, big damage. It just it just shears off the the force and all the damage you guys have done to this point. Is there anything cool inside? Black fire. Just fire. That's it. Which pours out. Yeah. Weird. We need a fire transfusion here. Um, and it is now Reese's turn. All right. So I'm trying to be smart and figure mm-hmm. things out. 
And Try being Blood Maw. You mentioned that it was animalistic, the sound it was making. Yeah, it's it's just making like primal noises, not considered thoughtful noises. All right. So also half half of its head is missing, and it it did not die. It did not stop. Well, here's the thing. So when you said animalistic, I I started trying to think through all the animals that we know of in the <laughs> okay. in the survey we saw. <laughs> Did we see Bird in the scene when the Valentine Devil attacked? Um, no. <laughs> I had no idea this is where this was gonna go, and now no. I think I see Can where I it's going. Can I please say what I think it is? Okay. Try Blood Maw. I should have. I should have. Shouldn't have used the word animalistic. It's. It's not a goat. It's not. <laughs> no. I, well, here's. Here's. Uh, I was on fucking. I, I was galaxy brain right now thinking that. <laughs> That what's her it's bow. controlled by the bear. Fuck that's so. I'm so mad that that's not it. <laughs> my, my mind was that Bo used the miracle power to make Bird into the Valentine Devil to attack herself to basically <laughs> oh, throw, sus- to throw suspicion brain. off herself again. It was I was high, I was <laughs> I was going into like seven steps when it's probably not that complicated. Overthink squad. <laughs> Interdimensional brain. Yeah. Astral sea brain. <laughs> Damn, I wish I came up with that idea. Hey, fuck, I'm just going to use vicious mockery. <laughs> Give me a charisma saving throw. <laughs> and prepare to take a potential of eight damage. Hell yeah, dude. What What are you, what, what you going to say to mockery? No, no, you got nothing. It doesn't matter. He's fine. He's 27, immune, I save. Immune, he's immune to memes. Yeah, what do you yell at him? I don't know who you are now because you're not any of the people I thought you were. <laughs> Stupid bear. Uh, <laughs> God, it's gonna be like the Silent Hill ending where it's a dog driving the UFO. God, please. It turns out the villain was Scrappy Doo all along. <laughs> oh my God. All right, it's actually the devil's turn again. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, so it, uh, with a, another mighty flap of its wings, it uses a, a jet of black fire to thrust itself up off the ground. Um, so once again, Ed and Lenora, dexterity saving throws. Uh, 15. Uh, I got 17. Both save. Oh, so you both both take half of 19. Mm-hmm. Yep, so you guys are hit by the back blast of the black fire as it takes to the sky again to get out of uh, car slapping range, or so it thinks. And you still see half of its head is gone, and it's not reacting in a way that anything you're aware of should react to that particular phenomenon. So perhaps it is smaller than its size would suggest? Because we know it, it like morphed into a different shape. Maybe you know the the bit that its head is is not actually it. Yeah. Um, and that was part of its movement. So it's going to, as a bonus action, um, raise both of its uh, hands up as if summoning something from the ground. And jets of black fire are going to shoot from cracks in the asphalt um, around Reese and uh, Frank. You guys also make dexterity saving throws. This is a different kind of fire attack that it has. Okay. What a jerk. Uh, dex. Where's my dex? Plus ten. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, nine. No, so weak. We got two failures as... Oh, come on. <laughs> nice. Only seven damage from uh, gouts of black fire that begins shooting out of the pavement as it summons uh, more black fire that it seems to command and control around it. It's like you bumped the stove mm-hmm. and you didn't get off it fast enough. 
my in-universe's excuse is it only could rip fire out of the cracks in the pavement and Reese and Frank just weren't standing on them. So it was close by and they got, you know, like singed. Yeah, but it's just that's the way the power works now. Um, and it is Ed's turn once again. The devil's off the ground. Um, I um, He's still within range for me to both mark and attack. Um, I failed my concentration check again, so I have to burn another spell slot. Uh, I'll use another first level spell slot to cast Hunter's Mark against the devil and then proceed to shoot at him twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first attack misses with a 13. Second attack misses with a 13. Yes. And uh, that is all you do, unfortunately. It's all good. You're laying down suppressive fire on it. I just want I just want him to like come at me, bro. But no, he's be all ruddy away. <laughs> Frank, it's your turn. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try throwing out a different spell. I'm gonna throw out a vitriolic sphere at this thing. That sounds rude. How does that work? Uh, so you gotta do another dex dex save. I don't like those ones. Can you do? Can we do a charisma based? <laughs> no. Can we do a dex, please? He's charismatic. Ha! Um, yeah, you... 15. You, you did not deck save. So, uh, to start, I do 10d4 damage uh, of, of acid That's damage. That's so much. Whoa. It's acid damage. So, basically, he listens to... Um, is it is it good or is it like bad acid house? Are we talking? Uh, we're, we're we're talking like the kind of thing that comes on at like three a.m. on a night out. Um, oh, geez. Okay. I was gonna say, is it like Nickelodeon slime? <laughs> yes. Let's say it's, it's, it's gak. Do we slime it, him? It's some gak from like a three a.m. You can't do that on television. Come on. <laughs> so twenty-four acid damage. Oops. Oh my goodness gracious. Our- Plus. You take 5d4 acid damage at the end of the devil's next turn. What's the card, Frank? Oh, have I not used Vitriolic Sphere yet? No, you have not. You have not. Um, It's just a really small, very angry hamster. It's a very Vitriolic Sphere. (laughs) This is a shiny pool of angry hamster rage. It's an ornery er orb. Thought it was going to be like some some really sour candy that was like acid, you know, or whatever it is. It's, I like the angry hamster. I'm going though. with my tiny angry hamster card. It's Hammond from Overwatch. Yeah, that that that's what I'm thinking. It's Hammond from Overwatch. I was I brought that up to Laura the other day. I was like, "You hear about the Overwatch hamster?" And she's like, "I thought that was fake. I thought that was a joke. No. I thought." And then I looked him up, and he was so good. He's so mad. I love him. The 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 lore is that he he's an escaped test subject from a moon base. Good for him. So this tiny angry hamster made of acid and rage goes flying through the air and <laughs> and like a streaking acidic bolt of lightning, this hamster hits the, dev- the Valentine devil in the chest and punches a hole straight through him um, and fills him with acid as the uh, orb uh, does its, de- its deed, it does its dirty work inside of him and he just begins to uh, come apart at the seams and crashes back to the ground. Do we need? Do we just? Can we just go up see what he's doing? He's melting. He's dying, coming apart. Wait, we don't want him dead, do we? Uh, can, can I do like a a very use one of my my two d six healings for a turn as a bonus action to try and keep him above zero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. My my aim here is to like just try and stabilize it enough. Uh. Uh. Seven heal. 
All right, so the Valentine Devil falls out of the sky. It's uh, torso and um, like whole midsection melting from the acidic hamster that is now inside of it. It slams down into the crater in the middle of the street. Uh, Frank, you run out and you start using your aura of vitality from your conduit of protection to kind of magically sew his midsection back together. And so he stands up and throws black fire at you. Damn it! We should have just killed him. Okay. Well, we now know that this is not a this is not a don't kill it thing, but we also know that it's within seven HP of being defeated again. <laughs> and next turn it has, it's gonna take five D four. Uh, what is it? Five D ten. Uh, whatever it is, damage. You're gonna take more acid damage. A five D four acid damage at the end of his next turn. So. Okay, so I like this. Frank, you kind of run up to the edge of the crater and you hold your hands out and you start you start magically healing him. He shakily stands to his feet, thrusts out his arm, throwing black fire at you. I missed with 13, right? Or is that hit? Uh, 13 misses. All right, so it jets by you and slams into the skyscraper behind you. Once again, just showers of glass, screaming, people yelling. There's sirens in the, in the distance, like journalists are rolling up in vans now. Um, and it is Lenora's turn. Okay, this might be too much. I might be asking for too much here. Just remember, this thing's within about seven HP of death. Well, I wa- okay, my idea, I don't know if it would have worked. Uh, tell me if I'm stupid. I was going to try to truly magneto him and like pin him to like a skyscraper like with like a piece of metal. I don't know if that's too much. If not, I'll just fucking blight him again and he'll die. <laughs> I mean, so what you're asking for is the equivalent of hold person, which is a... Uh, uh, which is a spell, so I can't do it. Yeah, I can't give you spells for free. That makes sense. No, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. fuck him then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tried. You could always just try shouting and being like, "Hey, stop that!" Um, don't don't be don't don't be <sighs> don't be a menace when you're drinking their juice in the hood. Yeah, man. Blight seems like overkill. It it, it probably because it is overkill, but. I'll just try to toll the dead. So it's a wisdom save. Mm-hmm. Plus that I saved my spell slot just in case. 26. Fuck you. Well, good thing you didn't use blight then because that would have been a right? waste of blight. Because <laughs> it would have been a waste of a spell slot. I'm smart. Uh, so you toll your bell from your MP3 player and he just gets, uh, you know, stands fully straight, uh, tries extending his wings to fly again. And they kind of droop uh, as they are e- being eaten away by acid. But he looks like he's going to try to take off again on his turn. Um, it is Reese's turn. Reese? Fuck, I'm going to try to cut it with my sword. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh. 23. I hit something, I think. Yes, you hit. Reese is going to kill a thing with combat and it's fucking weapons. of this shit. Yeet! Yes! <laughs> Pay me the picture, Reese. First uh, and foremost, so, you fucking kill stealer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Reese, like, leaps down off the telephone pole she was kind of saying to Pond, like, perched up doing her spell casting, and she's just going to pull out her sword after she's just, this thing doesn't really seem to have any sort of uh, humanity or real, like, life to it. And she's going to run up and draw her, her fancy cosplay sword, and she's going to do, like, that cool samurai move where, like, she runs to it like a slash and then, you like, see it split in half. lands on the other side and pose and then, like, does, like, the shink move. And then, yeah, he just fucking splits it in half. Yep, he splits it in half. The two halves fall in the crater and then burst into fire and uh, are gone in a puff of fire and ash. That's the coolest shit anyone has ever seen. All the journalists are like running up with their camera crews. They're just like, rat baby. Oh, it's rat baby. Rat girl, rat girl. <laughs> Sorry, I got caught up in it. There's a rat girl. Can you, what'd you just do? Can you give us a statement? Was, was you just defeat an evil villain? I think so. 
What do you have? Do you have any message for your fans? Uh, stay in school, take your vitamins, and, uh, depress the government. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what was no. that last one, Rat Girl? <laughs> take your vitamins. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're all swarming around. Support your local arts. They're all swarming around Reese specifically. She's in this crater now. Uh, Frank, Ed, and Lenore are on the outside, and they're like, and someone's like, uh, "Excuse me, quick draw. I need to get to the hero. I have a story. I have a story to write. I threw a car. I'm very bummed out that I missed the chance for Frank to be cool for his kids. Now I'm just like, no, nope, no, nope, nah. <sighs> but I threw the car. <laughs> Everyone's like, you should have got the final blow if you wanted to be cool. <laughs> I'm gonna throw another car. <laughs> I love that. God damn. Uh, but no, there's just a throng of press because there's now a hole in the center of this intersection and there's like two holes in a skyscraper. Uh, a car exploded. There's, you know, just glass everywhere. I'm going to big dick it. Um, I'm going to walk over and get through the journalists and put an arm around race and be like, listen, fellas, Rock Girl needs to rest. Let's all give her some space. DJ Miavos, do you have anything to say to your fans? You look very swole today. You're swole inspiration. Are you going to be on the cover of Cat Health Monthly this month? I sure am. Everyone, eat your beef. The beef? Do cats eat beef? <laughs> eat your beef. Eat your beef. Listen to music. Uh, stay up late. Fuck. Uh, no, no, don't say that one. Never mind. <laughs> say fuck the police. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, can I just pick up Reese and carry her out? As long as Reese doesn't mind. Reese, can I just pick you up? No. Why not? I want to save you from the press. <laughs> I mean, she can. It feels like a really big dick power move to do that. <laughs> I'm so, like, I'm so swole right now. You're a baby. You can't control yourself. <laughs> you, <laughs> I was trying to be helpful. <laughs> so, someone shoves a microphone in your face and says, Tabaxi Times, can you tell us what you do to get your fur so soft and luscious? I use Made and Tail, the original horse <laughs> to Tabaxi <laughs> I take a whole lot of fucking knocks. <laughs> Smoke weed every day, use mane and tail, and eat lots of chocolate. Your phone immediately starts blowing up as your reps at uh, Buttery Spirits are bombarded with offers from the mane and tail people to be their no- new spokeswoman. Sweet. Also, drink Buttery Spirits liquor. It's <laughs> the most buttery liquor. Good for all your buttered <laughs> liquor needs. Okay, two, two, two things. Uh, first... No sign of the Sephiroth, I assume. There was nothing inside of him? Nope, the Valentine Devil uh, was gone, and there's just only ash, and there was fire. The fire's gone now. That's all. Uh, Frank is going to go to the cameras just long enough to go. This one's for uh, Forest LeVay Westerly. Keep being awesome. (laughs) I'm going to use this opportunity to try to sneak away, and I want to try to find where Richard Sharp is. Oh, he he hoofed it like a minute ago. But he's 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 generally blind, isn't he? Yeah, make a survival check to try to figure out where he went. Yeah, he just went oh, running. I mean, survival wouldn't stealth be the thing we need to use or <laughs> performance, perhaps. Uh, Ed oh, Ed permanently has advantage to hunt down people. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I rolled a three, but we'll do what the uh, uh, Ed suggests because I have I have no <laughs> survival. <laughs> If, if, if Reese asks Ed, Ed and Martis will gladly help out in hunting down Richard Sharp um, as their prey, as their target. Uh, wait, that sounds too ominous. Um, as their um, bullet pincushion. Shit. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, 
He does not have a good bonus necessarily to survival, but he does have advantage on uh, search on uh, survival checks to track down humanoids in general. So I want to roll two. 17 on that front. I just like to be involved. Yeah. 17 also. All right. We got two 17s. So we got two passes. Are you in with? Uh, is it, have they got enough to, to do it? If they all start leaving, the press is going to follow them. So you want to stay behind as the decoy? Okay, I'll stay behind as the decoy. I will I will stay and answer press questions. Uh, so Reese, Lenora, and Ed uh, slip away to try to find Richard Sharp, who ran from the scene because he cannot see and he was scared. It's a very understandable. Sniffing him out. Using my mighty cat snap. Yeah. So um, you guys, uh, through a combination of sniffing and ranger skills, uh, you just, you're much faster than him. Um, and you find a uh, torn blindfold in the street oh no um well it's okay <laughs> gonna be statuing people no you you so you keep going in that direction and you find um there are a bunch of people trying to help this old man and he is just open palm slapping anyone who gets close <laughs> to him um he has one hand across his face like no get back don't look at me you fools you utter fools you i will have all of you fired and he's just he he seems to both not want attention but also very much want to hit people and mm-hmm. the crowd of people who are like let us help you old blind man are just getting beat down mm. he, he doesn't he's not buff he's not strong but he just loves hitting people all right, um, I'm going to have uh, Ed walk up and directly try to uh, either calm him down or at least put a hand on him, uh, f- fearless of Richard smacking him. So When you get close, he does try to attack you. Uh, he botches. Oh, uh, does he fall down? Yeah, he absolutely falls in the gutter. Can I dash in to cover his eyes so that like, when he first opens his eyes, he won't like accidentally stone anybody? Uh, yeah, she can catch him, and I'll give her a scarf to wrap around his face. Bam. Face scarf. You try, you try to drag him out of the gutter and cover his eyes. He does try to hit you, Lenora. Uh, 17. Hey! All right, so he's going to do, what is that, D4 plus 1? 5 damage. Wow, I max damage fucking smacked you. Right, he's mad. Well, I, I, well, I, I'm just waiting for 10 episodes later where, where Lenora needs to go to the hospital and she's got another layer of lycanthropy and also now with her eyes open, she turns everyone to stone. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yep. She makes people stoned when she looks at them. Nice. There we go. It's a different kind of stone vision. Um, no, he just yeah. he just gives you too hard of a, a snoot booping. Uh, just hits you. Hey. Deviates your septum. Hey. Richard, it's me. <laughs> Unhand me! Guards! Me? I saved you last time. It Tis me. Tis I. Well, to be fair, he never saw you rescue him, so... He heard my voice. Hey, what's up? It's me. Nurse! Nurse, is that you? Uh, I was lying about being a nurse last time, but yes, it is me. Nurse, the peasants are touching me. Take me back to my office. You're not going anywhere until you answer a couple questions. Yeah, what rat, rat baby said. Rat girl. <laughs> he hits you too. Uh, three, that misses. <laughs> so he just takes a big swipe near your head. Stop hitting. No hit. <laughs> Can I cast uh, Calm Emotions on him? Sure. All right. So he needs he needs to do a, a saving throw. Okay. A specific kind or just want to? Uh, Christmas <laughs> saving throw. Oh, okay. He's not very charismatic. Jesus Christ. Uh, 20. Uh, he succeeds. He's a, he's a very ornery old dude. <laughs> yeah. His rage cannot be stopped by a I doge. Mean, I'll try to do it again the next chance we get. <laughs> Can I just grab his arms? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. He knows. So he under he recognizes your voice. He says, "Nurse, to my office. Or I I will dock your pay." You don't pay me, but okay. No back talk, nurse. <laughs> I'll dock you eighty percent of what I pay you currently. <laughs> um. So like, hey, dude. You know that you like got kidnapped, right? Speak only when spoken to. Dude. Please. <laughs> Dude, please. <sighs> Mr. Sharp, you were kidnapped by a giant flaming devil. Hooligans. For, for well, the- do you, are you, I know you're smarter than you're acting. Football hooligans, no doubt. The cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> Fie, I say. Do you want to know who I am, Mr. Sharp? I'm part of Team Loser. That's right. I work for administration. And I just saved your ass, and you're gonna tell me some shit, okay? Uh, in- intimidation. Am I still raged? Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. Yeah, you successfully cow him. He is a blind old man, and he doesn't know where he is, and you have him by the arm, and you're very buff, and also now he knows yeah, I am. politically connected. And, and and there's also witnesses looking at us, probably. Uh, he doesn't actually seem to care about that so much. <laughs> no, no, I, I, it's more that... Martis cares about there being witnesses watching us do this. So, um, so you say you're uh, with Team Loser, and he's going to answer some questions. And he says, "Yeah, what could Alistair possibly want with with any information of what's happening here? She's on a beach somewhere. Let her have her vacation. She's having her vacation, but we're investigating crimes because that's what we do now, apparently. And Rat Girl has some questions for you, and you're going to respect her and listen." And then answer when she's done talking. Got it? You can leave your questions with my secretary. No. You're here right now. We're taking you back home. Well, then hurry. Fucking answer. Okay, well, maybe listen. Time is money. Bitch. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So, I need to know a couple things. Uh, First of all... Do you know who's controlling the Valentine Devil, since it doesn't seem to be you or, or Bo or anyone else? Is that a stock? Short it. Sounds horrible. It's the flaming dude who kidnapped you. Hooligans. Did you get asked at all about the power of the Sephiroth, or are you aware of it? Beatrice's toy. I have no interest in parlor tricks. Why would somebody kidnap you rather than outright kill you? Ransom, extortion, passwords. I'm very valuable. A VIP. Can they just kill you and take your money? That's not how banks works, fool. You would, you would need you would need authorization to get into accounts or passwords, both of which are in this gentleman's head. Fair. Well, speaking of passwords, what do you know about Hara? Yeah, what she said. Is that the football club? What? The hooligans. No, 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 no. That's no, that's the herons. <laughs> the, the herons are the football club. Hara is a different thing. What about churches then? Bulldoze the lot, I say. He doesn't know anything. He's an idiot. <laughs> you have to keep in mind he's been in his room and blindfolded for however long. He's not connected directly to anything. Valuable real estate for sentimental fools. Crush it. Put up a mall. I do love them all. <laughs> question. Hist- question. History check. Is there a mall in Valentine? 
Oh, that's smart. Is it? I think. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes sense. Oh, okay. I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. There's like, there's dozens. Yeah. Okay. Although they're very poorly attended because the way that worked is. Uh, Online shopping. Yeah, exactly. They had built a bunch of them during a, ver- a boom period, a heyday, and then the internet was invented and now everyone just buys things off of Lamazon. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lamiazon. Lamiazon? You know, that creature. The D&D creature. I like Lamiazon better, and it's just a little sheep that every time you order something, it's like, I know, that's what I was thinking, too. (laughs) Yeah, instead of putting it in your shopping cart, you put it on the the lamb's back, and it carries it to the checkout for you? Um, well, you know, at least we can investigate uh, the scene of the crime uh, where he was kidnapped from, right? I just want to point out, we really saved your ass. Your whole entire ass. <laughs> the whole ass. <laughs> the whole ass. Um, Frank, uh, the reporters are starting to uh, lose uh, interest in you trying to talk up your son. And they seem to be um, packing up and kind of moving on. You know, they're still trying to take B-roll of like fire and crater and stuff, but they're losing interest in you. And also you see the sun is setting. Is there something that's going to happen when the, uh, the, the sun goes down? Have I forgotten something? Is 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 it prom? <laughs> Frank, you don't know this, but uh, obviously Ed and Lenora know they gave Blood Molly Invincible. Uh, they gave he gave them a head start on the next clue oh. to figure out what the Valentine Devil is, and a lot of time has passed. Oh fuck! So their head start is gone. Frank, Frank, don't know nothing about that. So he 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 finishes up as best he can, trying to keep their attention pl- big enough. His son. I text Frank and be like, "Hey, here's that clue." <laughs> It was a, it was a, it was the it had something to do with um, uh, Heller's residence. That's right. Let's go to Heller's house. Let's drop this loser off. It was an address of a building owned by the deceased General Heller. Um, so as you guys are basically berating Richard Sharp, who doesn't know anything, it appears because as Ed said, he mostly it's spends so his he spends his time being blindfolded in his room and playing the stock market. Um, you guys actually see Algernon Sharp run up and try to collect his dad. And he's like, oh my God, the fucking kicked in my window. And he was whoosh with the fire and the bat wings. And he's like, rawr. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we saw that, um, obviously. You're welcome. So he tries to collect his dad. And his, he's, his dad's being ornery, but he's just like, are you okay, dad? And he's like, the hooligan can never hurt me. I, I work hard. It builds up tough skin. Oh, my God. Please take your father out of my presence. <laughs> and Algernon's like, thank you, guys. Thank you. I can't. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Uh, he's trying to collect him from you. Take me to a buffet later. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> we'll be in touch later. Uh, that buffet. Yeah. Anything you guys need. Um, you have my number. Ed will also pull out a business card and kind of tuck it in. Uh, write something on it. Tuck it in Algernon's shirt pocket as he... Gets ready to drag his dad along. <laughs> yep, he takes your card happily. He says, yeah, anytime, day or night. Uh, not during tournaments. Uh, Friday, yeah, yeah. 7 to 9. Does does Algernon perhaps have like a cool like helicopter or something that could get you very quickly to that the, the place <laughs> where that, that lead is? Oh, yeah. Hey, Algernon. Uh, it, it, by the time he, the helicopter got there and you guys got up there and got in it, you could literally just drive to the residence. It's not that far. That's true. We have a car. It's it's just it's just down it's in North Valentine it's just down the street. I just want an excuse to use the fancy chopper that our rich friend has. Nice. Can I text Frank and be like, "Beep boop, this is where we're going." Yeah, Frank Frank heads that way, so he's not just like lost, <laughs> <laughs> not knowing where we are. All right, Frank, make a driving roll. 
Oh, okay. Let's let's do one of them. What if Frank takes a taxi? No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the driving roll. He's got to bring the loser mobile. Seven, seventeen. Seventeen's a pretty good driving roll. Yeah. Yeah. So you do perfectly. You weave in and out of traffic. You do a cool uh, power slide for the cameras. They love that. I I like to think that the in-universe logic for Frank suddenly being better at driving is when he had to teach his son how to drive the other week. He's, he's gone like, Aww. oh, I had to actually stop and think about the basics of driving again. And like, ah, that that helps. That's cute. Um, so you pick up the team in the loser mobile and you guys are going to head over to that address. Um, on the way there, do you guys want to talk about anything? A lot just happened. I threw a car. It was really cool. Didn't you guys think it was really cool? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm more concerned about, one, if that was actually all the risks of the valentine devil and um where that sephiroth went uh, it's uh well probably at this address gotta be somewhere at this address or something yeah but hey at least we got some clout i'm fully we did get some clout but i'm fully preparing to like open the door to this place and there's another valentine devil inside oops it's just <laughs> a magic summon thing or something <sighs> our blood ma already figured it out as you guys all pile into the car you do notice there's a paper that uh, Frank took from the University of Valentine here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a, like a long paper, but it's here if anybody wants to read it on the way over. Everybody reads it. Group group read. Or Frank started it. If someone else wants to drive, Frank could probably finish it by the time you guys get there. I'll probably drive. I'm the one with proficiency. I, I hand over my well-driven car to uh, to Reese. All right, so you guys Chinese fire drill. Is that racist? I don't know what the, uh, the fucking origin of the idiom is. Oops. Oops. Oops, racist Austin. I, I don't I don't know what that get to a stop sign. Ev- everyone opens the doors and switches to a different seat in the car. Yeah, uh, or a stoplight rather. Why? Because kids are stupid and they do anything to entertain themselves. <laughs> yeah, true. If it's racist, I apologize. I didn't realize, but yeah, that is what that's called. Um, so you guys switch seats. Uh, Frank, you finish reading this paper. Now, um, before, in Graves' house, you found a book called A Survey of Post-Calamity Faiths, which is about, like, what religions did after the gods started dying. Yeah. Oops. And it was it was a survey, so it was, a, it was very uh, cursory, but covered a lot of topics. So it was like, here's how the elves reacted, here's how the orcs reacted, here's how the halflings reacted. It covered a lot of ground, but not very deep. Mm. So this is about how what happened after the gods went away? Yeah, this paper is a, is a deep dive on lizard folk specifically. Right. Um... Would Martis have any particular insight in this as someone who lived through what happened when the gods went away? Um, yeah, I mean, do you want to roll uh, religion? <laughs> That's funny. If Martis was rolling the religion, he'd have a high bonus. Ed rolling religion doesn't have a high bonus. This is the tough part here. You can have advantage. Mm, I just rolled a, a natural 11, so that's the highest I can get for the time being. Yeah, so Mardis m- was mostly studying the forms. He was around when the gods died, but that was not his area of expertise. Mm-hmm. So I will say, Sketch, why don't you tell me how the Eladrians reacted to the gods of the elves dying? Mm-hmm. This is a chance for, for Mardis to establish that. Not all elves were the same when it came to the likes of Corellin and Sainin passing. Um... However, once once word got to the Archmages, basically we sort of prepared to sort of keep everything locked down for a period of time just to make sure that pathways in and out of Mithrandain and otherwise were sort of secured. Once we had a better idea of the lay of the land and honestly the nature of magic without gods, then things started to relax a bit more. But 
I think a lot of individuals for at least the first, say the first 50 to 100 years after that incident um, in in your time, kept the different symbols around and used them just as, as indicators of things that they aspired to. Since our gods were very personal, they, they had very strong personhood. Not all the gods are necessarily like that. And so, like, Frank, you flipped through the survey book, and you know that that, that is uh, like in line with the fact that it was very different for each culture. So, like, maybe the orcs, because they were uh, created by a god of war, became very, like, nationalist for a while. Mm. Maybe the, you know, the halflings, which were all about joy, went into kind of, like, a, a denial or a depression about it. Um, you know, so we just had established that the elves were maybe, like, a little uh, withdrawn and isolationist, but they still carried forward the teachings. Um, and now reading this paper... What you get from the lizard folk is that the, their god was the god of survival. Mm. Um, I won't say his, his name is very complicated and hard to say. I'm not going to bother you with it because he's dead. It doesn't really super matter. But he was extremely, extraordinarily, amazingly neutral. That was like the thing about him. You could almost think of him as a god of neutrality because the, his only law, his only teachings were if if you need to do something to survive, do it. And if you don't need to don't okay that's it and so when the gods started dying the lizard folk culture was mostly fine they actually had a very easy time integrating with other cultures because whatever they need to do they do that's their entire ethos so they actually had a leg up on other cultures going into this period of calamity Mm. um so that's one thing you start reading that's like what you got on the on the ride over to the devil now you're reading more and the thing you learn is that did he really love money? Um, so uh, lizard folks, there's like a stereotype about them that they are very like cold and emotionless. Like they just do what needs to be done. And th- th- obviously they- there's a huge range of lizard folks, just like there's a huge range of people. They have different beliefs, values, yeah. ideologies. But the stereotype is they- they- they're kind of cold and calculating. So yeah, they do kind of fit into this cutthroat capitalist society pretty cleanly. But not all of them believe the same thing and so after the gods died most of them just moved on they were like this is what our god would want Mm. is us to forget him because we don't need him like his teachings are to say bye (laughs) um but there was a splinter group a a group that calls called themselves the church of the self um this church that's what they called themselves but what other lizard folk called them was the yetzer hara Okay. So is this the Church of the Selfie or what? I mean, dang millennial lizards. So, so this is this is Church and Hurrah then. It absolutely is. So what you fit, what you're putting together as you're reading this is that Graves knew he was screwed, and he knew he couldn't figure out what Solomon Luna was up to or where he was. So he was doing research to figure that out, and at a certain point, he just realized he had to hold hold up in the airship and booby trap it so assassins couldn't get him. And then when you guys talk to him, he realized the only way he'd ever see his kids and go back to his life is if someone stopped Solomon. So he tried to whisper to Reese, go find the churches of the Yetzer Hara. And he took a harpoon to the face in the middle of that sentence. So you lost some of it. But now you have the whole thing. That's what Graves died for, because he thinks that's how you'll take down Solomon. So we have to find these dudes. And there's a reason, as you read further, that you think Graves came to this conclusion, because the founder 
of the church of the self, which is what you guys can call them. You don't have to call them the Yetzer Hurrah. That's Hebrew. It means the evil inclination. Um, it's It specifically refers to, it's not like primal evil. It's not like the devil. It's not hell. It's not the, like what demons and devils are made out of. It's just human nature. Mm. Um, the way that like scholars would describe it as like eating when you're not hungry, sleeping when you're not tired, taking when you don't need. That's Yetzer Hurrah. But you can just call them mm. the church of the self. Uh, this splinter group was founded by someone named Saint Luna. Ah. Oh. Wait, so it's just like some weird moon call or something? I'm not sure. Uh... <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. There's that other thing. Got it. Um, so that's what you learn reading the paper, that Graves died because he was getting close to Solomon Luna and he has passed on the lead to you. And all you need to do is figure out where the churches of the Church of the Self are which you will know as soon as your passwords come back for the V-Store, which is as, as soon as possible. Sweet. We had some discussion off mic about uh, how about the administrative stuff, so I just want to be clear. You guys could absolutely just roll up into the office and be like, give me the passwords now! I'm going to throw a tantrum! But if you make, <laughs> if you make too big of a scene, <laughs> word, might get ba- word might get back to Alistair, and she might revoke your privileges and you guys your entire plan will crumble overnight and you'll be back to square one actually worse than square one you might lose your plea deal and you all go to jail or die yeah. so like pretty hot that's pretty that's you know, you know you know though is that really so bad at this point <laughs> uh so you guys are actually playing it pretty smart you're using your leverage you have but not pushing it too far you're going to get the passwords very soon and then you'll know where to go all right so that's some leads to deal with after we investigate this house yeah, so you guys pull up to the uh the like the street address that you have uh that you got from the facial recognition system and you see that this house is up on a uh plateau. It's like above the ground. The house is like half off of the end of this cliff and there's uh, like a glass bottom pool at the end of it. So that's like you could go in the pool and look like, you know, 100 feet down out of it you guys you know is there anybody in the pool uh so that's the thing you guys drive up to this house and there's cars everywhere there's lights there's like bump bumping music like it seems like there's actually some kind of event going on here right now it is private fortune's house um and so you guys have arrived at a house party being thrown in general heller's own previous residence his you know he's still his estate owns it, I guess is what, you, what you'd say. But there's cars everywhere. There's someone at the door, like, with a clipboard, checking names as people walk in. They're all dressed very fancy. Can you roll some uh, hip dice before we go into the party? <laughs> yeah, I would heal. Yeah, there's waiters with white gloves, and they have, you know, champagne flutes. It's very fancy. But yeah, this is a house on a hill. Uh, hmm. I'm thinking specifically, like, those uh, L.A. houses. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Is there a name for that? Does anybody know? Still, still house is all I could think of, but it's probably the right thing. We're, we're trying to infiltrate a house party. First two thoughts that come to mind are, A, DJ Meowvulus, mm-hmm. you, you're a DJ, mm-hmm. you could probably yes. rock up and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm playing the, the next set in the house party. Or B, we just big dick it and go, we're famous, in we go. Uh, that was my plan. <laughs> Let's just fucking go in. <sighs> like we're guests. Let's pass the blunt around, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me what you do. I, I, I vote we just walk in confidently, perhaps with Lenora at the front of the group, because DJ. Yeah, I'll take the front. I, I, I'm I going to spend uh, my last level one spell slot and a sorcery point to give myself the sky self after 
Ed and Marta sort of scout out kind of how most people are dressed for the party, use disguise self to dress up in a manner that is at le- that is in line with what the rest of the dress code is for the party. Frank Frank's not changing his outfit because in that outfit he just just destroyed a devil that you know there's probably footage of on YouTube. Like that's probably the coolest thing he can wear right now. Lenora is always styling and profiling. I'm gonna turn into a rat and hide. Aww. Do you want to hit on my shoulder? You want to hang out? No, I'm hiding in the house. Ah. I'm sneaking like a oh. rat. Oh, you're being sneaky. You're not being scared. Okay. Lauren thought you were going to Ratatouille this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Ratatouille. All right. So if if Reese is going to sneak, I need a stealth roll. 13. Uh, yeah, not particularly great. So you can uh, you sneak like up the, the driveway to the house. You sneak uh, past the gate. Uh, but when you get inside, a party goer is going to see you and it's going to cause a little bit of panic. So that's going to happen. Meanwhile, the rest of the party walks up uh, dressed the way everyone else is. Well, no, Ed's dressed the way every- Ed's dressed the way everyone else is dressed. You guys are just dressed like yourselves. Um, this party is very like Vivaldi's Four Seasons starts playing. You know, do you guys know that song? Oh, it's fancy. The so wait, 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 which part? How is that thumping? Oh, it's no, it's a remix. It's a remix. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of these Baroque remixes? They're, they're fucking dope. Okay. Oh, so is it like, is it like a Baroque rave? It, it's like Wolfgang Gartner's uh, Wolfgang's Fifth Symphony. Yeah. It's sure. I know things. Yes. I mean, they, they, they. I'm not even joking. Those exist, man. Yeah, Beethoven trap feet Kanye West. Um. This I we're now in hell world. Um, now, now, now you just brought out hell. I did. I did say anything about trap here, man. Oh, you, what are you telling me? You would like classical trap? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's not what typical baroque remixes are. But anyways, we're getting beyond this. Yeah, sorry. It's more electro house anyway. Jeez. Okay, you know what? We're recording new credits this week, so I'm gonna say that uh, there actually is a specific song here. I'm gonna have it play in the background. Note to myself in editing. Um, cool. <laughs> I'll remind you later. Thank you. So you walk up to the guy who's at the gate with the clipboard. Uh, let's say he is a warforged mole folk. Oh, yeah, that sounds cute. Yeah, he's very cute. And he has little glasses on and he has a clipboard and he says, Names? Lenora Desmond. Hmm, I don't see a Desmond. I'm famous. Uh, do you want to roll for that? Does that intimidate? You're trying to big dick? Well, I have a plus eight intimidation, so I, I was gonna like to do. do I was gonna use performance to get in. Are you still? Are you still hulked out? I am. I'm buff. Plus plus, plus eight with advantage feels like yeah. Well, I crit. Yeah. All right. So he says, "Oh yeah, I saw you on the television. You guys are good." Yeah, and you're really cute. Let us in. <laughs> do you know Memphis? Uh, yeah. We have a th- weird. Uh, acquaintanceship. The relationship is complicated. Oh, he's here. Are you guys his guests? I fucking knew it. Sure. Oh, you can go right on in then. No, he's a bad boy. Okay, I'm going in. All right, so he lets you guys through like the velvet rope into the uh, this poppin' party, and everyone here is like very fancy, very well dressed, mostly warforged and lizard folk. Uh, the help is uh, mostly moles. Um, and everyone's like walking around chatting. They have uh, flutes of champagne and you notice that this house doesn't really give off a house vibe, 
Um, like there's no couches, there's no televisions, and all the walls are covered in art. Like all of them, a lot. It's a museum. Mm, uh, let's see here. Does oh, any, a private does, gallery. Does any of the art appear have any sort of notable, I don't know, significance to either Ed or, or Martis when they look at it? No, with your perception, you can look at all of it and it's all very expensive. Like you recognize some of this from like school. It's extremely, uh, you know, popular, uh, expensive art, but none of it pops out as plot relevant. It's just that mm -hmm. that's what this house is right now, which is weird. Is Rose in here? Good question. You can, you have Rosen's number. I'm gonna call him. Okay, uh, so you call up. Call, call, and, and, and the, I don't think calling during the party is a good idea. I think texting might be more apt. No, takes too long. Oh. Ring, ring, ring. Do I hear his phone? Their phone? No, uh, but no, Rosen picks up and goes, what up, bitch? Hey, are you at this fancy party? The the art gallery thing? Yeah. Nah, girl. Oh, uh, well, I just kind of got in, so. Damn, you fancy. I'm out here. I'm, you know, I'm pushing that pressure. You know how it is. Oh, okay. What do you know about this art gallery party? I, I know Memphis is going. Uh, he got invited by the Snake family. The 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 military guy died, and his uh and his daughter's turning his old house into a museum or something. Interesting. That's very knowledge. It is very knowledge, girl. You know that me? I'm all about that knowledge. Yeah. What else do you know about this snake family? The Hellers. I mean. Yeah. What, what do you have any deets? Any intel? I mean, you killed the dad. <laughs> Uh, I didn't, personally. Okay, well, I wasn't there. Um, I guess the wife died a while back, and they have a daughter, uh, Mary Heller. Uh, she doesn't have legs, because you know how the snake people come in different, like, shapes? Or some of them have legs, some of them have no legs? How mad is she? I've never met Mary Heller. Okay. She's not military. She went to, like, a private art school in Lorelei, I think. Huh, do you know if she knows a lot of magic? Nah, dog. Okay, well, I'm deciding it now. You're my you're my ear on the streets, Rose, and if you hear anything good, hit me up. You know, I'm always out on these streets. I'm about to say, I'm saving up for a new watch. Gonna get me some diamonds on it. Yeah, but any, like, interesting, maybe political information, any scoops, just just keep an, keep an ear hole out for me, because I don't think <laughs> lizards have ears. Girl, you know my holes are always open. Oh, no. I mean, so are yours. Oh, Slut. Oh, okay. All right. I got, well, I'm at a fancy party. I better go. You, you two are having way too much fun with this conversation. All right. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Player. See, okay. see, now, see, now this just sounds like how you two talk normally at this point. Well, it's actually how I talk to my best friend. <laughs> Shout out to Mitchell, who that character literally is. But doesn't even listen listen to the show or know about it. Fuck off, Mitchell. You're not gonna listen to my show, you son of a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now we gotta be get Mitchell to listen. Don't start at the beginning. No, no, no. Start at episode thirty. You know. All right. So you guys are in the party, and now you know what the purpose is, and now you know what's up with the house. Very good. Very good phone call. Things considered. Reese, you take a turn uh, in the kitchen. You smell some cheese. Someone sees you and goes Eek! and drops a plate next to you. Eat the cheese. Eat the hmm. cheese. What's What's more fun? What's more fond? I uh, I don't know. <laughs> what's more fondue? That's a cheese joke. Right? What's more fondue? Yeah. All right, so I'll turn into a human. Uh, to an elf? Never fear, Rat Girl is here. Yeah. 
human as in the, the non-animal thing. Yeah, we just get a lot of questions about what Reese looks like when she's not a rat. <laughs> what elf, yeah. Yeah, uh, so you switch back into an elf in the middle of the party, and people aren't at, put at ease by that. That is still quite a thing to see. Ta-da! <laughs> Performance roll. Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm not bad at that. No, no, you shouldn't be. <laughs> Bard. 26! Holy sh- fucking shit. Oh, I love it. They're eating it up. They're eating it with a spoon. They're like, oh, like, oh, sh- oh, fuck, yo, it's Rat Girl. You dipshit. All right, everyone starts clapping, um, and you actually see a, a Yuan T, a Sneeple, a Snurson, a, a, a Snake Folk. Yeah, a, a Rattlesnake Snake Folk, who has no legs, is a snake from the waist down, still has arms like a human, but is a, a rattlesnake otherwise, slithers into the room. She's very well dressed. She actually has like a, a gown on. And does she have a tiara? Now she does. Uh, yeah. And everyone's clapping because you just uh, snuck into the room and then turned into a human. And everyone was like, oh, it's Rat Girl, the celebrity from the news. And the snake sees you and says, welcome, Reese Hickenbottom. I didn't know you were on the guest list. That, I'm sorry, the guest list. She also is wearing opera gloves. N- obviously. She can't. She, she has a devil. <laughs> Whoa, does she have hands? She has arms. Does, uh, doesn't have legs, right? Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of different kinds of you on T because D&D basically has like eight monsters. It recycles with a bunch of variations. <laughs> yep. And also they don't want to commit to any canon at all. And they just want to change up their canon at any given time and write questionable rules. But that's a hot take for a different time. Very hot take. But uh, Reese, you have been approached by the pers- the the host of the party, Mary Heller. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd just show up at the most happening party in Valentine. Finger gu- like the most awkward, lame finger guns possible, as though she's never done them before. <laughs> Mary says it's a sh- shame Alistair couldn't be here. Well, she's gotta soak up the rays, you know. I don't know. I don't go sunbathing or vacationing at all. Money's hard to come by, you know? Stingrays, hopefully. Ooh, rude. Are those... I mean, they're kind of fun. Stingrays are pretty cool. I feel like she probably knows to do the stingray shuffle. Does Alistar like stingrays? I'm playing this out that Reese is... She has a negative to wisdom, so Reese just assumes... <laughs> this, she doesn't get the veiled threat there. She's just like, does Alistar like stingrays? That's good. Uh, Mary's uh, tail... Uh, rattles a little bit and she kind of gives like a half chuckle and like begins sliding away from this conversation. Can I scan through the crowd to see if I recognize anybody else? Uh, yeah. Why don't you make me a perception check? Doesn't that really feel like a performance check again? <laughs> what if I do backflips <laughs> while I do it? Jesus Christ, bananas. <laughs> 15! Uh, Reese, you see, uh, you look around the room, you see for a quick moment uh, a flash of fur as a hulking demon uh, turns a corner and goes deeper into this house. I want to follow him as a sneaky sneak rat. Yeah, so Blood Maw the Invincible is here, the big gorilla slash orangutan demon. Meanwhile, the rest of the party, Frank, Ed, Lenora, you guys see Memphis Cordovero. He's at the pool. He has uh, just a whole plate of nachos on his belly. (laughs) I'm going to go talk to him because I feel like I would like to do that. Lenora! Hey, Memphis. Hey, are we friends now? Yay. Can I have a nacho? <laughs> um, yeah, he shares his nachos with you. He doesn't seem happy about it, though. He loves nachos. 
We need to have a nacho party sometime, uh, Memphis. I'm not sure what makes me more angry. The fact that you're my enemy corporately or the fact you're taking my nachos. He says, uh, what are you all doing here? I saw you on the news. He just he points at his phone and he has like YouTube, uh, MewTube open and there's like a video of you guys or it's really just the cameras got there right as Reese cut the devil in half. So that's all that's on YouTube. <laughs> but I threw a car. <laughs> I didn't see that. It was so cool. Oh, well, I did it and it was really cool. I slapped it with a car. Why wasn't it on the news? Because the news is slow. Next time you should have George film it. Yeah, I should have brought George, but I didn't want him to get hurt. He's so fragile. Uh, so Memphis, what do you know about this Mary character? Mary Heller? That's Gen- yeah. General Heller's daughter. She's a... Uh, yeah, what's up with her? I don't know. She doesn't live here. She just came back after- for her father's funeral and to make his house into some kind of gallery. She's uh, like a... What's the word for someone who runs a gallery? A deadbeat? No. A curator? No. That's I was a gonna say a gallerer. <laughs> she's a gallerer. No, <laughs> gallerer. No, she's a curator, and she goes to like big cities and like does that. Does she? Does she know any weird magic? Do you think? Just wondering. Just curious. It's no big deal. I'm just <laughs> nosy. Me- Memphis says the only thing magic at this party is these nachos. Okay. Can I rub his belly? <laughs> Oh, that seems like a... It's a fucking power play. There's not a belly roll, but you can make the role-playing decision to touch this man's belly. <laughs> like, like, uninvited, too. No, I'll just take another nacho, and maybe I'll brush the belly <laughs> back. Oh, no, oops, I touched your belly. I meant to get a nacho. I'm going to have to get HR involved. You can't just go touch I it. smoked so much weed, I don't know what's belly and what's nacho. I was going to say, hey there, Kevin Spacey. Come on, it's a belly. <laughs> in this administration, we, ha- we have a certain degree of respect for other people's bodies. We do not touch without asking. Okay, I don't touch his belly, but I do take more nachos. You'll have to report to sensitivity training starting tomorrow, 7 a.m. work for you. Um, For real, though, non-joke, Memphis actually kind of uh, like betrays a look of kind of being depressed and bummed for a second there like you guys are like joking and taking his nachos and stuff but mm-hmm. with like with your passive perception you just kind of you catch a glimpse of like the facade slip a little bit hey hey buddy everything okay <laughs> gonna talk to your good pal lenora Memphis says it's just people fighting in the streets people shooting each other the supreme court just it's not cool no it's it's i mean we're doing it because we have to but it's like literally like Maybe I can just, like, sleep in for a day and not get shot at or have cars thrown at me that I then have to throw back. And no one catch on camera? (laughs) No one catches on camera. This whole power struggle thing is just so stressful. Yeah, I just want to do drugs and eat nachos. Me too. We should be friends. I think we kind of are. Okay, cool. Can you give me friend advice then? Yeah. I think Mary wants to buy hospitality from me. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Memphis says, I mean, Beatrice is going to get R&D because she was friends with Skell and deals are coming together. It's like the it, we're, we're all playing musical chairs and soon the music's going to stop. I want to... Well, maybe... You work with us for the side of less bad, more good. 
Do you guys have the authorization to buy another branch? That seems like above your pay grade. Don't we? Alist- Alistair would have to approve it. We're supposed to be doing that, aren't we? Alistair would notice that kind of acquisition, but she does want you to get the other branches. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I think she would. We'd have to, I'd be like, well, we got to ask her, but Alistair wants us to do this. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure we could. I bet Mary could outbid, though. A military, like, they, they have branches all over the world. Archon is doing all kinds of dirt. But we have the public. Do you? Uh, they love Rat Girl, that's for sure. Yeah, no, listen, don't get it twisted. They love Rat Girl. The rest of you? Meh. <laughs> I feel like they like me. So, I don't know. Think about it. Try. I, that's just a thought I've had. I don't want to have to hire more bodyguards and, like, lock all the doors and just be like paranoid all the time. It's just a huge bummer. Well, think about it. Mary seems mean. Does she? And well, we traced the suspicious don't tell anyone. But we traced some suspicious activity back to her. Just as as a question, did did we track track it back to her or did we track it back here? We tracked it to the house. It could just as easily have been Memphis, I suppose. Okay. Well, he doesn't live here. This is Mary's family's house. She owns it. She's hosting. He was invited to discuss an acquisition. Okay, gotcha. Uh, what do you uh, deception or like a persuasion? For what? I'm trying to convince him to do the thing with me. Be a, be Join up. Team up. Join well, forces. And, and, and it was after she said, we trace this stuff back to, to, to Mary. Some bad stuff. Yeah, no, he's open to it, but there's going to be a little bit more. Like, you either have to uh, talk Mary out of bidding, or you have to raise a bunch of cash, or you have to, like, you know, you have to make a play. This isn't just a conversation, right? These, this is okay. the biggest. What you're asking is to buy 10% of an entire government. Okay, fair. Well, I planted so the seed. So we need a, kind of a bigger. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, enjoy your nachos. <laughs> I'll see what I can do for you, buddy. <laughs> okay, I- I'm definitely going to enjoy these nachos, but they're a little spicy. My nose is so sensitive. Oh, I want to pet it. <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but he's a mole and he has a cute mole voice. What do you want from me? I'm only human. No, no you're not. You're a, t- you're, a- you're a tabaxi. You're a cat. No, this is Lauren talking. Lauren wants to pet it. That's so uh, I want to do a thing while we're in this party. Mm-hmm. Frank's going to cast Detect Magic. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm basically looking for, like, yeah, there might be magic all around the place, but, like, is there a thing that might be Sephiroth levels of magic around? Like, super magic. Oh, okay. I like this. So, uh, you cast Detect Magic, and there are some faint glows, because people are wearing, like, I don't know, magic jewelry that's, like, extra magically sparkly, and there's, like, maybe the pool heater's magic or something. You know, there's a there's a magic refilling mm. uh, bottles in the kitchen for the party. There's just, like, magic everywhere, but you're looking around. And you sense a pretty strong magic um, behind um, a... So it's like a glow, I believe, is the way the book describes it. Yeah. And you can see, like, there's a glow coming from a room that doesn't seem to be part of the party. Let's get them, gents. And where, where you said this is in a... This appears to be in a space that's not part of the party. Yeah, it seems to be, like, what used to be, like, a like a bedroom or something that isn't part of the art gallery. Because the house is very yeah. large, right? It's a big, fancy house that takes up the entire top of this plateau. Okay, well, in that case, Frank is going to cast Invisibility. Mm-hmm. 
and go and see if he can check this out. Uh, the door is locked. Uh, can I see through the keyhole? Is there a keyhole I can see through? Or under the door. Uh, sure. If I can see through a keyhole, I can benign transposition in. Got him. Alright, you don't need to swap places with anything? Uh, no, I can either teleport or I can swap places. I can do either one with benign transposition. Alright, uh, so wait, you can't turn invisible and then do that, right? Wouldn't that end the invisibility? Uh, I would end up being not invisible when I finish the teleport, yeah. Okay, so you turn invisible in like a corner, walk over to this room, uh, you look through the keyhole, teleport to the other side. You find yourself in what used to be General Heller's bedroom. Um, everything is just incredibly neatly uh, like put together. Like this is someone who had military discipline. So everything's folded and clean, scrubbed. In fact, it doesn't seem like he slept here really ever because mm. he lived on the base. Um, so this it's very barren. It doesn't look particularly lived in. You don't. It doesn't take you long to find the source of the magic. Um, on the other end of the room, there is a box, and it is uh, giving off the magic. It is about. It's like a sh- big shoebox size, but it's a metal and locked. Ah, I gotta have a think for a second. How do I get into a locked box? Break it. Um, while you're thinking, um, Mary Heller approaches Lenora. And Ed, on the other side of the door, who are looking very casual. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Wonderful party. <laughs> hello, team loser. Hi. We've never met. I'm going to offer a hand to shake. Yeah, she shakes it and she says, your reputation precedes you. Oh, how so? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you all are local celebrities, and uh, I suppose I owe you a personal thank you for oh. bringing my father's killer to justice. Does she know? No, she doesn't know. Nobody knows. Okay. Oh, yes, you're welcome. I love justice. <laughs> I, I, I eat it for breakfast. I too love justice. In fact, there's something I want you to have. What's... Oh, is it a punch? Nope. She unlocks the door that Frank is inside. Uh, invisible. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, she has to pull out a key and she starts unlocking it. Frank, you hear that. You turn invisible. Frank invisibles and gets hidden somewhere while invisible. Uh, and Mary Heller leads Ed and Lenora into the bedroom and makes her way over to the box. Oh, a box. I love boxes. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perhaps you can play in it after. Yeah. What's in, what's in the box, Mary? She says, I think my father would want you to have it. Oh, boy. And she. Un- this is. Yeah. This sound, that sounds vaguely threatening. And she unlocks the box and pulls out a gun. Oh, no, I hate guns. Oh, fuck yeah. You believe it's morning. I'm alive, but that's the last thing on my mind. You believe it's morning 
by the Wu-Tang Clan, but with a re- it's a remix by Phonics, used with permission. Also, Back in the Game by Wu-Tang Clan, remixed by Phonics as well. That's Phonics. Whoa, you're so cool. P-H-O-N-I-K-S. He has a new album out as well, so definitely support that good stuff. Uh, it's like a jazz-influenced uh, hip-hop, uh, his uh, original stuff. Very cool. Also, Sweet for Violin and Piano, an arrangement uh, of the Metroid soundtrack. The Metroid soundtrack uh from overclocked remix it took me a minute to realize that you were saying like sweet like a like fancy classical music piece and not like sweet like heckin sweet <laughs> yeah it's sweet violin and piano it's raw i was like hell yeah how sweet is this violin and piano <laughs> yeah next next month is gonna be groovy violin and piano yes i'll take it all right so executive producers july 2018 all right do you want to start i'll start uh joseph tombrello Extellaris. Random web person, aka foreign mom, aka Kirsten. I can't believe you've done this. Is it Kirsten or Kirsten? Kirsten. She I think she changed it specifically so you'd stop tripping over it. I I you know point it out right now, uh, for everyone whose name I pronounce a different way wrongly every month. I'm sorry. Uh I talk to people for a living and I know I hear a thousand pronunciations. I try, I promise. Uh, Jayed, J- it's J-H-Y-E-H-D, so. Jayed, Jayed, I think it's that. Uh, Jesse Young. Devin Smith. Savarden, Akrasimova. Arna Helgadotter. Brent, Jade Likes the Booty, Goatly. <laughs> the Cult of Gorfanax. Paul Mullen. Toshira Kuru. Possum Kingdom Refugee, oh my god, I want to go to the Possum Kingdom. It sounds very, <laughs> very scream. Yeah, same. Um, Dr. Goatman. Andrew Grothen. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Robert Dakin. Anthony Sever. Morgan Rapp. Kiefer Lowe. Ikorin. I just want to go back a second to Kiefer Lowe because my stoner ass went, yeah, Kiefer. Jesus Christ, Lord. <laughs> Listen, I've had a long day. I've had a long life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, uh, we're at Lassie Cruz, right? I think so, yes. Uh, Samantha Rain. Dr. Tao. Sean Lyons Burke. Turbo yeet into the crocs of God. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one all month. This... I don't know what yeet means. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's the thing the kids say. It's a viral thing. What is it like? What does it mean? Is it like yas or? And the video I saw was this girl who who like um someone handed her an empty bottle and she's like this shit empty yeet and she threw it into the crowd. Oh, so it's kind of like an exclamation of. It's when it's when the teens get fired up. They say ye. Okay. Anyway, Matthias Lakitz. Jane Magnet. Harley Astor. Garrett. Ryan Brown. Primordial Orc. Andrew Falu. Conduit of me- Mediocrity Itself. Same. <laughs> nice. Uh, Puck. Iannis Soy My Name Nicolopolis. Soy. 
sorry, I just love the word soy now because, you know. Uh-huh. Soy boys. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be an insult, but it just sounds like really cute. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Violet Skittles Unicorn, uh, parentheses, poke a pokey it's, it's, it's the season two. Violet Skittles Unicorn, Electro Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Rattata, Pharaoh, Pidgey. Oh, well, I don't know shit about shit, apparently. <laughs> Joaquin Groaning. Uh, Jerry Flowers. Hey, Jerry. Jess Ball Sing. John Barnett. Q Cumber. Uh, one of our, I think, uh, most unrecognized, but still one of the best names. <laughs> I think it's good because it's like a first name and a last name. It is Cucumber. Whatever. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Fuck, fuck my drag, right? <laughs> Hustle Bones. Killer Cotton Shizno. Nicholas Dominic. Isaac Arevalo. Yam. Anna Michael. Andrew Birmingham. Douglas Williamson. The Most Wise Guru. Z 23619. You said that weird. Sorry. I'd say 23619. Or 23619. <laughs> no, it'd be, be 23,619. I'm moving on. <laughs> Quench the void. Adorkable smile. Uh, Vizzy Huggles. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Uh, Kind of same. I try. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz or Stoltzy? It's <laughs> every every month. Stoltz. Victoria Stoltz. Victoria Melito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Majin. Criterion. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tam. Matthew B. Hare. Jorgen Conduit of Name Butchering Winewick Ford. Joy Fox. Razumi Yazira. Albert West. Ken Furstall. Eleanor Nonantesis Periton. Scott Cummings. Why'd you say it like that? You know why I said it like that. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Jewman Jack. Melly Tish. Arjun de Koenig. Grimlock. John Potts. Noah Sudret. Zephasaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Seraph Stone. Castor UK. Aki Savalainen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. Happy birthday, Amanda from Spike. <laughs> they <laughs> gave us a message. Cool. Junk 2.0. The Hadsels. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Reynard, the conduit of being stoned, extreme same. <gasps> First of all, so I love you, Reynard. There's a couple of different like flavors. There's the person with the, giving themselves different conduits, the people giving messages, and then the people trying to get you to say same. <laughs> Maybe you should make messages a thing on the Patreon. Uh, who knows? Uh, Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bangston. Josh Mosier. Andigo Van Dane. I feel like it should be Andigo Van Dane, unless they've corrected you, because that sounds, like, cooler. I'm just dunking on you, because... <laughs> <laughs> Five purple wands. That's the right amount. Sydney Marzing. Just the Jester. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Lana Seawolf. Lana? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, y'all. I try to remember from month to month, but I'm bad. Toby Gleason Stack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stulfar. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlau. Jorrit. Viger Arnston. Cody Jackson. And August Rue. Wow. I freed you from the name prison. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point out for Fun Flare, uh, whenever 
I end up reading just the jester, I always shrug like the the shrug emoji. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just a jester. Thank you. We have to thank things. We do. So sketch.bandcamp.com. Sketch.bandcamp. <laughs> Bandcop? No, this is a no no cops. No band cops, no cops of any kind. This is a cop free no zone. What about cop dogs? Dog cops. Oh, it's hard. I'm so conflicted. I'm torn. I know, because they're cute and they think they're being good boys, but do they know? Mm-hmm. They don't. So sketch.bandcamp.sketch.com.com. Sketch.bandcamp. Also, patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. That's Chris Larios. Yeah, who is also Rolo T, I believe, on Twitter. You know who else is on Twitter? Laura. She's real popular there, <laughs> as she should be, because she's great. Yeah. Laura K. Buzz, I believe. Yes, uh, there and I think everywhere else, right? Pretty much. Also, kotaku.co.uk. Make sure you get the UK in there. It's the different one. They're separate. Um, we can support you by... Me? Uh, yeah, you. Oh. Uh, Austin is currently taking a break from school over the summer so please uh subscribe not subscribe is it subscribe <laughs> patreon.com slash austin yorski yeah help him eat I, first of all thank you second of all it's 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 all good we're all good we're just doing our best yeah uh i'm not really interesting but if you want to follow my ramblings on twitter i post a lot of cats uh i'm margalicious Nice. Um, so yeah, the show's on iTunes, Podbean, we said Patreon, YouTube, all those places you can like and comment, subscribe, rate. Yeah. Interact with them. We got to get our socials right. You got to get the algorithm to surface our engagement. We have a Discord server if people want to talk about shit. Oh, yeah. It's very hidden, though. Only the cool kids can know how to find it. And I'm sure that nobody else, except for me, searches their name to see what people say about their character every week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, we have to thank the animals. Do we have to? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Miss Butterscotch will be extremely furious if we don't. Oh, she's she's so angry all the time. Uh, She's a hedgehog. She lives in my house and she hates me. (laughs) She hates most things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, shout out to Anna and Zelda. Anna almost started a fire today in my house. Actually, she did start a fire. What? That's awesome. I have a thing about making sure nothing is on the stove. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I wasn't home to make sure there was nothing on the stove. So the person who lives in my house left something on the stove because uh, that's what he does. <laughs> and the cats have big bunny feet that they kick around like fucking losers because they don't know how to be cats. And apparently she turned on the stove and something plastic melted and started a fire. I'm 100% certain that your eventual cause of death will be cat one way or another. Yeah, probably. Um, We should probably also thank the other cats on the show. Smudge! Smudge, who also loves bread. Smudge. Smudge. A very good name for a cat. Smudge. And uh, Chris has a dog. Scotia. Scotia. Who I think is good. I've heard her bork a couple times. It was pretty good. They're cheeky borks. Yeah. So, uh, anything else we should include in the fun credits? Should I tell them about how I taste myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the whole story. Um, yeah, I accidentally tased myself with my own taser. So, don't do that, folks. Peak Lenora. Ugh. It did not feel good. <laughs>